Welcome! <laughs> Welcome to episode number 243 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where if you look in your glove compartment, you'll see one of our faces smiling back at you. So scary. <laughs> it really oh is. Oh my gosh. Honestly, terrifying to think. Uh, it's so scary. What would be the scariest place to see a face? Um, behind you in the rear view mirror. Why would you say that? So in a car. It's, yeah, it's, in a car. It's always in a car. If you don't know it's there. Or a, a mirror. The uh-huh. closing mirror trope works every time for a reason. Does it though? Yeah. Yeah, I it guess does. So. Yeah, yeah. You're in the bathroom and you close the mirror and there's someone behind you. Yeah. You don't poop. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, I don't try to poop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I will say that's the point. You're not trying, right? But it, but if they if it happens, I've never, I've never defecated out of fear. No, no. no. I have I farted out of fear. No, I don't think I've done that either. Not yet. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> farted out of fear. I don't like that. You know, you're not a fan of that. The Tim Martin story. <laughs> right. Farted out of fear. Don't say my full name. People will kill us. I didn't, dude. They will kill us. I abbreviated your first name. <laughs> that's my whole. They'll first never name. know your full name. <laughs> <laughs> never. I, I don't know if that's a like scary thing on the internet anymore. What? Having your full name out there. Um, I don't know. Mine's all over the place. Yeah. Well, because of social media, it's everywhere. Right. It's it, just kind of already. Yeah. It's already. It's already out there. Yeah. I want your name to be known worldwide, Tim. Well, we can't escape it now. That's why I started this podcast for you. <laughs> To so make sure everyone can hear my yes, name. Yes, exactly. That is my name. Speaking of Tim's name. Yes. Welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me. <laughs> we talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food. Or in today's case, yeah. water. Water. This this podcast brought to you by H2O. Imagine being sponsored by just the world's greatest resource. Tim, <sighs> Tim drinks aggressively. <laughs> Wow. Uh, the real question is, Brett. What is it? What water company would you want to be sponsored by? Fiji. Fiji? Yeah. Because it's delicious, but too expensive. Right. So I want it for free. I gotcha. Right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Not that a sponsorship always like hooks it up that way, but right. sometimes. Yeah. If it's that kind of sponsorship, that's what I want. Okay. You know what I mean? I'd pick Poland Springs. Really? Mm-hmm. A classic decision. Yeah, I feel like Poland Springs is just like the superior because you have Aquafina and yep. Dasani. Uh-huh. It's like worldwide. Worldwide, everyone knows that Dasani is good. Dasani salty. Is it? Yeah. If you look at it, it's got like two percent salt or something. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. Maybe Dasani is not good. Well, it could be. I mean, you have your own taste. I do. That's true. And you have your own mouth. Can confirm. And you can taste with that mouth. Yeah. And that's it. That is it. Mm-hmm. Um. That is it. <laughs> that's that's it. Dude, my energy was off in the last episode. Why? I, thought, I don't know. I, I thought whack. you were good. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is good? What? Following us all over the place at the Keep Up Podcast. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you can find us on Instagram and on TikTok uh-huh. and on uh, YouTube at the Keep Up Podcast. And you can find us on uh, uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash keep up and get yourself some little extras. Uh, we're recording um, uh, the Keep Up in Cricket City, which is our Patreon exclusive podcast today. Mm-hmm. So we did um, our food challenges last week. Oh my gosh, dude! I felt those. By the way, yeah, I'm, I don't uh, know if you did. Uh, 
No. The second one in particular. No, nah, it was it was the first one that got me. Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> All right. The second one was pretty brutal. That was uh, it was a fun one though. It was fun. I liked that. I liked that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to make other versions of that type of yeah. uh, shalange. Yeah, I think I could do better. Yeah. Yeah. I think I believe in you. <laughs> you believe? I believe you could. Uh I am at the tail end of my sickness. Uh Oh good. Whatever it was. Yeah. Um in fact, this morning, mm-hmm. six it was like six ten a.m. Okay. in the morning. Good. I woke up and my throat felt like it was closed, like Ew. like there was just something latching onto me. So I just went into this coughing fit to get mm. it out. I was like <laughs> for a while. Yep. And eventually, it came flying out. It Good. was like a hardened, crusty piece of mucus that like must have been in my throat for like three days. Wow. And I, 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 was, I was coughing up a lot of gunk. Couple things yep. here. Uh, one, I hate this story so much. You should. And the second one is I've never been happier to be sitting right next to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice and, and potentially healthy. using the mic that you used last last time we recorded. Yeah. And it hasn't been that long. It, it was. Has I not. was. I was. Whatever I have, I don't know if it's sickness <sighs> or in health. Whatever it was. I. But yeah, that mucus was freaking. It I'm glad you got up. it out. It felt like a face hugger, but in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they put eggs oh, in you? The yeah. egg was coming out. Oh my gosh. Well, they got to yeah. come out eventually. Right. Yeah. Whatever um, Rach and I had and the kids is still lingering too. It's really? like this long, really annoying. Yeah. It's just, it's similar to that. Like you'll wake up um, a little less like body horror, but we'll wake up with like something in our throat. <laughs> And uh, and then you guys collectively all spit in the sink. Yeah, it's like a family thing. Yeah, your that morning we do. ritual. We get to, I hate this so much. <laughs> I um, so I have. Uh, listen, I got movies to talk about. Yeah, I got a book to talk about. <laughs> you just want to get out of here. I I will do anything to get away from what's happening right now. All right, I guess we'll go. Uh, let's go to TV quickly. Okay, let's go to quickly TV. Speed television. Hi, television. What up? Uh, awesome um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have been on this kick of watching things Okay With, with my eyeballs I do know that about you Yeah Because uh, you, you went through a movie extravaganza Uh-huh Yeah, and now and, you've shifted over to television No, I just watched this during my movie ex- extravaganza Oh, okay uh, Well, after So uh, for a long time I've been wanting to watch the movie Jack Reacher mm. So I watched it Mm-hmm it was good. That's the Tom Cruise one? Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's pretty good. So they had a show mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime yeah. called Reacher. Reacher, yeah. Yes. Did you watch it? No. You watched Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. And yeah. you loved that. I did. Seasons one and two. Uh-huh. We started season three, and it's so... You know how those shows, like, you don't get to know what's happening because it's just so confusing, and I've never been a government official, no, so not I don't at know all. what the hell they're talking about. Nope. But by the end... You should be like pretty into it. Yeah, you could be a government official, right? You would, end. you know everything by then. So right. we're three episodes deep on that one, and pretty confused, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still enjoyable. But you are correct. Seasons one and two, I loved. Reacher, I haven't touched yet. Okay, well, Reacher is fan freaking tastic. Really, it's super good. I think Prime is one of those uh, like what do you call it? Subscription services, networks, if you will. Um, that I think has just such consistently good content mm, there's like, a lot on there yeah a lot of good stuff like every time i look i'm like oh yeah this show was good this yeah. show was good invincible um yeah what's the superhero one called the murder one 
Oh, um, I still uh, haven't watched it, but The Boys. The Boys, yeah. You haven't watched any of it? <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is yep. also incredible. Yeah, like they just have really good content. Yeah. Um, so Reacher falls right into that vein. Cool. Um, yeah, it's essentially, uh, it's based off one book. <coughs> it's called The Cough Chronicles. Um, <laughs> no, no, I forgot what the book was, actually, at this point. It doesn't matter. I can't uh, believe you even brought it up. The odds of you remembering the name of the book, I feel no, like. No, but, you know, people might be curious if it's an original story or follows the book. Because oh, apparently yeah. there's a ton of books. No, you're right. It made a lot of sense for you to bring it up, actually. And yeah. I'm sorry about that whole I'm surprised you brought it up thing back there. Right. And Brett has his phone. I just got a text from my wife. Oh, my God. Brett has a wife, let everybody. Me, let me Gross. read it. Gross. Let me read it. Cooties. I, oh, uh, oh. Oh, oh, oh no, it's bad news. Oh, God. Uh, live on the podcast? Oh, What's shoot. <laughs> oh, no, it's double bad news. Do we have to end? Is no, that... everyone's safe, <laughs> except my bank account. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, you can't wake up one day without the bank account being in the negatives. I know. Uh, all right, carry on. <laughs> well, so, Jack Reacher's based on a book. Yes. Which, it's a series, right? Yep. Do you um, know, is this like a... It's. I would say it's like James Bond, where it's a bunch of like... Like stories that are not necessarily connected. There's always like the connecting points, but not where it's one overarching story. It's a bunch of like misadventures, if you will. Yeah, okay. Uh, but the book usually it contains its own story uh, in that regard. So the show um, just takes place as similar to the movie, actually, where he just arrives somewhere and the like local police need to find him for some reason. Yeah. And he has no identity, no nothing, um, because he was a military police officer, which I didn't even know was a job. Um, I have definitely heard that, like, status before, Yeah, and I don't know what. It, it's essentially like uh, someone who keeps the people in the Marines or Army or whatever in check, oh. like a police officer would for citizens, but, oh. um, so I don't, that's that's just an interesting job. I didn't know that was something that- Military ne- police officer. Yeah. How come they don't have police officer police officers? I that is- Carry on. That's I didn't a great- open that up. Is that the FBI? I don't know. But who watches the FBI? Who watches the Watchmen? Who watches the Watchmen? (laughs) That is, uh, that's a question as old as man itself. Um, But yeah, so Reacher is, he, yeah, very James Bond type where Mm -hmm. he's just like, doesn't really care about what anybody says, does his own thing. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the show is just, I don't know, it's so intriguing. And and Jack as a character is super fascinating because, again, he doesn't care about anything. Yeah. um, But it's funny to see when he does care or like his way of showing he cares. But he's like a brick wall almost. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's talking to a brick wall because he has emotions. But again, it's all like very rare when you see it come out. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the the season itself is really fascinating. It's about a string of murder that happen in a quiet town uh, in the middle of, uh, what, friggin' Mississippi? Like, it's just in the middle of the bayou, if you yeah. will. Um, and yeah, so he gets uh, uh, blamed for the murders, and he has to prove his innocence um, with a little bit of detective work, a mm-hmm. little bit of romance, oh. a little bit of murder. Whoa. He murders to get to the bottom of it. A little but bit those of murders are <laughs> A little bit of Daisy in my life. Daisy? Yeah. The oh, Mickey yeah, Mouse the version. Disney one. Still weird that that exists. <laughs> That's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's just really good. I, I found it entertaining all the way through. Eight cool. episodes. Uh, it is mature. You need an adult supervision. You need an adult with you <laughs> to, to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good to know. Uh, both in the murders and the um. Well. Let's just say there's one in particular that's like, ooh. That you watched a couple times. That I. <laughs> no, I hope not. No, some guy gets like. His wiener, let's just say. 
<laughs> oh, just to keep it cryptic. Gets, let's say, <laughs> let's call it a wiener. Let's call it, you never heard of a wiener <laughs> before. <laughs> let's just call it a wiener. Oh, uh, you never seen it. Uh, it, it. It gets stapled. So what part of the scene are you trying to avoid? Uh, all of it. Because it sounds like we kind of know what to expect at this I'm point. Just, I just want people to be aware. You see stuff that you may not see on yeah. other things. It's weird that you watch that scene a bunch of times, but... Yeah. Well, I want to see how detailed it was. Did you see... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how the special effects were. Have you watched uh, um, 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 Terminal List yet? With no. Chris Pratt? Mm-mm. Dude, the violence in that movie show, and that, sh- and that, in that movie and the, show. The, um, and movie the, films. Movie films. <laughs> you said that one time. <laughs> and it's on forever. Um, the violence in that show is so shocking. Really? Like one scene in particular, I was like, oh, it's like Daredevil um, level violence. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm not surprised. And I know the boys and stuff. So like, yeah, yeah. The boys probably still take the cake as like the most mm. crazy violence. What kind I've of seen. cake is it? Uh, red velvet. Okay, for blood. Bread velvet. Brett velvet. Brett velvet. <laughs> That's my wrestler name. <laughs> Brett velvet. What would you do? I would just wear like velvet everything. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst clothing choice. <laughs> It'd be so bad, dude. It'd be so uncomfortable. Oh goodness. Yeah, goodness indeed. But um, Reacher, worth a watch. Okay. If you're looking for a good uh, detective thriller yeah. uh, with violence. We love that. Yep. Yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching a lot of Powerpuff Girls. Okay, I didn't expect that. Yeah, uh, uh, me neither. Uh-huh. We were just chilling the other day, and I put out an episode, and Rachel and I both like love the Powerpuff Girls. They're awesome. And it's so funny revisiting the earlier episodes. There's one in particular where these three like big hairy criminal dudes pose as the Powerpuff Girls. It's one of the funniest episodes. It's so, dude, we were laughing out loud. It's so good. And people still think it's them, right? Like they're... Yes, everybody's like, oh, Powerpuff Girls! (laughs) Like the mayor just gives them everything (laughs) they want. And they like walk into a bank. The best best part of that episode is when um, they're in jail and... There, the camera is just panning the prison cell, and he's like, "If only there was something in here that we could use to look like the Powerpuff Girls." And the last thing the camera pans over is a rack that has three Powerpuff Girl costumes <laughs> that perfectly fit them. <laughs> it's so funny, it's like, so classic. I love humor. it so much. Cartoons yeah. can get away with all kinds of good stuff. I know. So that's it. That's what TV has been for me. Did lately. you get to the clown episode? Mm, no, the I don't think so. The one where the color disappears. Nope. That one's classic. Last one we watched was uh, <laughs> the Amoeba Boys. Nice. Which is great. Gross. Oh, actually, the last two was the Amoeba Boys and the first time you meet him. And oh. Hamlet is legitimately, I remember as a kid watching it and being like, that's a scary villain. Was that, that's not the tra- time travel episode, is it? Uh, not time travel, no. Okay. Um, it's when uh, him possesses Octi. Oh, uh, yeah. Bubbles little octopus. Yeah, it's stuffed animal. scary. Dude, so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. We've been watching Powerpuff Girls. Good. Are you going to watch the movie? Uh, what movie? There's a Powerpuff Girls movie. Oh, yeah. I think it's on Netflix, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So probably. Because I saw that in theaters. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to do that. It was a good time. And it had a uh, uh, Dexter's Lab uh, short in front of it. Oh, really? In the theater. That's so dope. Yeah. Um, There's a quick scene in one of the episodes where it's nap time and Dexter's there. Really? At the the preschool. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, it's so funny. funny. Dexter's just asleep in the corner. (laughs) He's just there. Rachel and I were both like, oh, Dexter, (laughs) I see you. (laughs) It was great. Ultimate science. Yeah. Is that what he says? No. Extreme. Extreme. Damn it. 
You'll get it someday. Canceled. I hate this. Well, thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks. Thank you for being. Are you done in TV? Yeah, I'm good. Movies. Movies. Ooh, ooh. Let's go to the movies, dude. I've got a couple of movies to talk about. Brett, you watched movies? Yeah. So this one's fresh. I just watched The Birds today. I finished The Birds. Yeah. I started it the other day and stopped halfway through because I started like I started my day with it. Uh huh. And I watched like an hour and then I had to go do something and uh, or maybe I just stopped it. I don't know all the details, Tim. I mean, you're the one who watched it. So today, today I finished. Have you seen The Birds? Yes. All right. So The Birds, Alfred Hitchcock movie. Um, I think it was originally in black and white, but it's on Netflix as a colorized version right now. Yeah, I, I think it was originally. In black okay, and, that's kinda, the version I've seen. Kind of wish I got to see it in black and white. Yeah, the colorized version was cool, but I don't know. Felt like it should have been in black and white. Yeah, you know, yep. uh, it's based on a short story by Daphne du Maurier, mm-hmm. um, who is one of Rachel's favorite authors, and she tells me all the time that her books are really great, and they always have like kind of a spooky angle to them, and uh, often have a little. Well, hang on, I'm not going to say that. My whole my whole thought today was when I talk about this movie. I'm going to mention my feelings about it without spoiling what type of ending it has. Okay. Because all I wanted to say was I super enjoyed it. Yep. I love movies from that era. Um, and it made me want to rewatch Psycho because Psycho blew my mind when I watched it. Yes. Uh, which was only a few years back. Um, but this movie's it ended differently than I was anticipating. Yeah. And it wasn't like I had an expectation of what was going to happen, but I did have some theories and it just ended differently. That tends to happen in a lot of older movies. Um, yeah. Where I feel like just the endings, it just kind of ends. Like, right. Like it's no like, I don't know. There are satisfying conclusions for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I just recently watched um, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Mm. Um, Mom talks about it all the time. So it was on TV and I was like, I'll just watch it. <coughs> I'm going to die. Gross. <laughs> don't you um, dare cough at me. I won't. I went the other way. Um, but yeah, same thing with that. It, it kind of like it, it ends. But it just kind of ends. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's satisfying, I guess. Sure. But I feel like if, if they had, like, another five minutes to, like, show us where people ended up. Yeah. As opposed to just, like, assuming, okay, that's all good. Right. Um, so, which, I mean, you know, it's good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's not, it's cool to be able to formulate an ending for yourself. Yeah. Um, even if all the pieces are given to you. But with the birds, I don't particularly remember the ending. I'll need a refresher because it's been a while. sounds right to me. Yeah. That you wouldn't remember it. Because I feel like, because I remember, like, I remember most of the beats. Because the ending's not, like, in the house, right? Uh, it's around the house. Around the house. Yeah. Okay. I gotta look it up because I got it's been a while since I've seen it. I mean, it, I can but... just tell you after. But yeah, right. But um I will say it's it's a it's a great watch. Mm-hmm. Um I, I really did enjoy it. Um the uh the acting is is great. I, I love I don't know, I just love movies from that era. Every time I there's something comforting about about watching them, I guess. What are you yeah. looking at? Uh, your texts keep going off. Oh yeah, uh, it's more more about more. the side quest that Great. I got a text about. Side quest. Um. So was that? Were we recording when I got those texts originally? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't. Or, oh, hey, we stream the podcast when we record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brett's killing me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Don't uh, die. Yes. Yes. We are live streaming today's uh, on Monday at yeah. one. Uh, no, two o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so you know, don't worry about it. Because we got a bunch of plans this week. We, we do move stuff around. We got a lot of busy things going it's be a fun on. Fun so. week. It is going to be a fun week. Um. So yeah, I definitely recommend seeing it. It's a classic. Uh, like I said, Hitchcock. So it's worth watching to just kind of see his his uh, direction. And mm-hmm. I every Hitchcock movie I've seen, I've loved. But I really haven't seen that 
many. Yeah. Um, there are a couple scenes, one in particular that is way more brutal than I expected. Like when I watch movies from that era, unless it's like a, one of those like underground, like bride of Satan movies, <laughs> I don't expect anything super, you know what I mean? Like yeah. those weird, like sea level horror movies that are just about like chopping people up. Yeah. Just gore um, fest. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's that, I don't expect a lot of like blood and guts, but there's this one shot in particular that it's like an hour and 20 minutes into the movie. And I was like, whoa, like I did not see that coming. Yep. And it's, it's a really cool moment in the movie. Um, so The Birds is a movie and you should watch The Birds. I agree. It's There's a reason why it's a classic. Yes. Even if you like birds, mm-hmm. you might like them a little less. It's possible. There's now, one lady in this movie that loves birds. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she feels by the time it's over. Well, I think birds love her too. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, have you ever seen Birdemic? No. That's the, like, super bad, like, horrific... Is that like a sci-fi original? Uh, yeah, even worse. It's Yikes. like you, you would find it at the bottom of the $2 bin at Walmart. Birdemic. Uh, yeah, it's it's notorious for being just like... It's like birds, but not. It's a really <laughs> bad play on words. Yeah. It's like Snowmageddon. <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah. Dude, that's a great name. I don't know what it's you're saying. It's not. Snowmageddon. It's terrible. Snowmageddon. Carmageddon would be a good one. Sure. Tarmageddon, where just tar's falling out of the sky. Tar? Yeah. Like, I'm just saying that's better play on words than snowmageddon. Dude, the end of all will be snow. It won't be. I don't know. Another classic. Yes. Is the movie that this next movie is related to. Okay. Because this movie is not a classic. Okay. Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Ooh. So I saw this movie at a time. There's a time in my life where movies were just movies. And what right. I mean by that is like I didn't I didn't really have like a critical thought about them. I just went and saw a movie and I was like, oh, that was also a movie. Yeah. And I wouldn't there's one time I remember leaving a theater with someone. And they were like, you just like every movie. I've never heard you say a bad thing about a movie. And that was the first time I'd thought like, oh yeah, I guess there are movies I don't like. I just don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you revisit stuff you saw as a kid and you don't, you weren't like criticizing the right, movies a, you were watching. As a kid, it was just on. So yeah, you're like, exactly. I'll watch it. Yeah, the shiny. Uh, but this one, like I remember seeing and being like, okay, it was whatever. It was kind of weird, but I didn't have a lot of strong thoughts about it. Um, We've talked about the Blair Witch Project before, yep. 94, I think. Sure. Okay. What's really interesting about these movies, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, um, is is a very bad cheese fest. And what's interesting about it is it has to be, I mean, I guess it has to have a higher budget. I was going to say it feels as low budget as the Blair Witch Project does. I'm curious if this was, so the original Blair Witch was 1999. Oh, okay. So I think 94. the I think the events are supposed to have taken place gotcha. in ninety four. Yeah. Um, oh, I knew it was ninety nine. Come yeah. on, because the sequel was two thousand, uh, just two thousand. Yeah, it fe- uh, feels so two thousand. Yeah, I'm curious if that was because the Blair Witch was a hit. They were like, we got to make a sequel. They smashed that out in a year. Yeah, kind of feels that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's real real bad and. What's so interesting, like I said, is that they're both very low-budget movies. 
I now that I'm thinking about it, two probably had a bigger budget because it had major, um, like it had a major soundtrack and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But that's but, what makes the first one so interesting is what that the, it, what they did with the low budget, right? Right. And what sucks about the second one is it just feels like a really bad low budget movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just kind of an interesting study to look at the two. Like, oh, this is what happens when I don't know if you would use it as like a this is what happens when Hollywood gets a hold of it, but it kind of feels like that. Yeah. Um, the other really interesting thing is. Um, um, I'm sure most people are aware, but the Blair Witch Project, it starts with, you know, in 1994, these kids got lost in the woods and it's sold as a documentary, essentially, like actual events. Right. The beginning of Blair Witch 2 is the weirdest, like, attempt to hold on to the quote-unquote reality of the series. Mm-hmm. And it says, the following is a dramatization of actual events following the events of the Blair Witch Project. So basically what they're saying is, what you're about to see really happened, but this is a movie based on those events. And so are we supposed to take it as the context of we are watching a movie, or is it a movie within the universe that they made? It's, it's supposed to be a movie based on r- real life like almost a uh, yeah a dramatization not yeah. a documentary but okay yeah it's a movie so it basically excuses why it's a movie yeah you know because i mean the conversation had to have been had like how do you make a blair witch 2 when the first one is like sold as actual events yeah and it's over well why don't they just say like a group of amateur you know, TV people went in search of it and we found the tapes again. Like, they did. That's what they did with Hell House mm-hmm. and it works for them. Yeah. Um, I thought. Mm-hmm. So that's how they did a sequel to Hell House. That's a great point. I mean, that's what they should have done. Essentially what they do is it is, it's a group of fanatics. Um, this is the whole plot that have in the small town um, and some people believe that the Blair Witch Project was real. Some people uh, don't and they're mad uh, that the filmmakers used a uh, an actual town to make the Blair Witch Project because now that town gets flooded with tourists and yep. there are people selling merch. You know, they're making their own stick figure witches <laughs> and stuff. Um, so that's the whole plot. And then there is this group. There's a dude who's like, I do tours for the Blair Witch Project. And then they go into the woods and the strangeness starts happening. It's very bad. It's like... Is it worth watching in any capacity for like scares or cool lore or anything? Honestly, not really. I mean, because we have someone here in, t- in chat. Jesse says Blair Witch 2 was awful, bro. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> not um, worth it. I'm trying to think of yeah. anything. It was, it was, it's kind of boring to get through. Uh, the even the reveal of like what's happening. There's kind of a cool, like, uh, I don't know. I don't even know if it's a cool It's just not worth it. It's better story. to like watch a two-minute YouTube video of like, what's the synopsis yeah, of Blair Witch? It, and because it's so inconsequential, like it's a separate story. I would recommend the Blair Witch Project and I would rec- recommend Blair Witch. Yeah. I think the, the remake of Blair Witch was really cool. So interestingly um, Or no, enough, that wasn't even a remake. It was like a continuation. Right. The, the Blair Witch. It was just called Blair Witch. Blair right? Witch, yeah. Yeah, 2016. Um, looking here, I guess there was a TV show. Or a TV movie called Curse of the Blair Witch. Really? Which is on Freebie. Um, but it came out the same year as the first one, 1999. What? And then after, there's Shadow of the Blair Witch. What's that? Which is also a TV movie. Oh, true crime documentary. We delve into the murder spree that was inspired for... Oh, that was inspired for uh, Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2. I don't know. Well, it's, it seems, Interesting. It seems like it has weird history. 
Because that is the, there are like murders being investigated in Book of Shadows. Yeah. So that's connected. Uh, maybe they just tried to build the lore more maybe. with that, but. And then there's the game, of course, which. That you, I'm curious about. Uh, not the PC game, but the other game that came out. Oh, oh, the other game. Do you know, since you've seen the movies at this point, do you know when that takes place? I don't. I'm curious if it, like, when it connects. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because I think it was early 2000s when, when the game's. Based. Yeah, I think so. So I feel like that's after the events of the Blair Witch Project. It's got to be then, right? Because I I remember. Doesn't he have a cell phone? But it's not like a smartphone. It's like a cell phone. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. you're getting messages and stuff like that. Right. Um. But yeah. yeah, I'm just curious how that ties in. I think I feel like Book of Shadows. Other than the fact that like stuff happens in Book of Shadows, it's like oh Blair Witchy, like yeah. this. This things aren't what they appear to be, or aren't how they seem. And um, there's one cool. I don't know. It's not even, it's whatever. The movie's super whatever. It's like, <laughs> you spend too much time talking about it for a movie that's nothing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, um, I guess if you're interested to see, I would say, if nothing else, for the study of like, wow, these both are pretty low budget. Look how cool, like, it's another example of like, it's not what you have, it's how you use it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because I will still stand by the Blair Witch Project as a great achievement. Yeah. And the second one just feels like, wow, they really wanted to like keep this going. And they should not. It, have. Did, it like, didn't work. It well, they didn't good. do another one until 2016. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows it didn't do well. I know, not cool. Mm-hmm. But it's on Shutter if you want to watch it, and you have Shutter. Yeah. Well, uh, great transition because I watched a movie on Shutter really? last night. What? Last night. When's the last time you watched anything on Shutter? Uh, it was. Have you ever? Uh, a couple times. Demon Wind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Demon. <bleh. laughs> um, yeah. So I, um, I again to to continue my my movie spree. Yeah. I looked up. I I was like, what movies did I miss in the past couple of years? Sure. And I just looked up like a random list of the really like highest rated movies. Mm. Um, and so there was a bunch I've seen, a bunch that didn't look interesting, but one that popped out to me. Um, that I was like, eh, this could be pretty cool. Yeah. It's a movie called Revenge. Okay. You ever hear about it? I don't think so. It's such a generic title, so it's like, okay, yeah, what so is... so maybe? So maybe. Um, and so it uh, uh, it follows uh, a traditional revenge movie. Okay. Um, which I'm not really like a big revenge movie fan. Yeah. Um, traditionally, it falls like it's usually a woman who gets some kind of terrible torture happened to her, yeah. and she wants revenge. Like, I spit on your grave and yeah, stuff I've never like seen that. Those, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't care for them too much. So this one follows that. Um, however... It's freaking awesome. Really? It's it's it takes a while. It takes a long time for it to start getting like really good. Uh-huh. Um but I say it's worth the build up. Okay. Um essentially same idea. She she uh goes to this secluded desert with this guy who is having an affair with her and two of his buddies show up and they're all creeps and do creepy things oh. and they attempt to uh to to get rid of her. Oh no. But it's not successful. Oh. And she comes back with revengeance. Ooh. Revenge and vengeance. Vengeance. Revengeance. Yeah. Right, I see what um, you did. But what, you did. what this movie specializes in is instead of it being like just um I, I feel like it focuses more on her revenge being like hunting almost. Mm. Like so she's hunting these guys one by one and she becomes like the murderer, the killer, if you sure. will. Uh, and, but what, what it really does is it, these, these, uh, murder scenes are like 
10 to 15 minute chases of just like her torturing these guys. And Whoa. I will say it's super graphic. I would imagine uh, there you see a lot of like gross things, but I was like, by the end of it, I'm like, Holy crap. Wow. There's so much blood. They actually, there's a, a um, what do you call it? Trivia about it, that they use so much blood that they ran out uh, three times while filming the movie. What? Three. Oh, they went over their budget with how much blood they used. Wow. And there's four people in the movie. Yeah. What? <laughs> but seriously, like once you're at the, end you're like oh my god there's so much blood um but yeah i'd recommend it if you just want like a crazy gore fest yeah um it's uh the story itself again very simple revenge story so you know you don't really you're not there for that but um and the other thing is it was the director's first film um i forgot her name but i would have totally pinned it as like a director's like 20th film really it was really masterfully done cool um with really creative shots really cool ideas um, yeah, I was really impressed. Um, so the director, she went on to direct a couple episodes of Sandman on Netflix. Oh, no way. Um, but that's all she's done so far. This came out in 2017. Um, her name is Coralie. Yeah, Coralie. Hmm, I don't know. Fargit. Anyways, Coralie. Um, yeah, but she uh, she also did something called Reality Plus before that, which I haven't seen. So, hmm. uh, but yeah, I uh, uh, this was on Shutter, Shutter exclusive, um, which is weird because Shutter exclusives are also on AMC Plus and also on Amazon Prime. That is weird. So you can watch it, but wherever. you can't like if you have. I don't know. It's very confusing. Right. If you watch it on Amazon Prime, yeah. you need it connected to a Shutter or an AMC Plus account. You have to like. Get Shutter through Amazon, right? Like you can't. It's so strange, right. dude. It doesn't. It, it doesn't it's, even make any sense. It doesn't dude. make uh, any sense. Uh, but yeah, Revenge, pretty pretty crazy movie that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't. I, I'll say the first like thirty to thirty five minutes, I was like, I don't know why this is like considered really good. Um, oh, like, you had read that it was good. Oh yeah, the reviews are super high for it. Oh huh, okay. Uh, I think it has eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy bananas! On uh, like eighty two Metascore, so that's pretty good. That's why I wanted to watch it. I was like, this is pretty high yeah. up. Let's. Oh see. yeah, you started the story by right. saying how you were looking for movies that you would miss. Yeah, and then you found Revenge. Dude, you got it connected. I remember now. I'm following, dude. Uh, but yeah, if uh, if you're in the mood for a little gore fest, yeah, I recommend it. Revenge. 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 Okay. Did you watch anything else? Uh, nothing that comes to mind. Well, I guess we can go to video games. Okay. <gasps> video games. Dude. Hey, brother. You, you go first. Me? Yeah. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the games. Um, welcome. So, uh, less than 12 hours ago. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe more. 12 hours ago. Less well, than 12 hours ago. Whatever, maybe more. Uh, probably less. More. I don't know. I finished a game called Sonic Boom. Oh, yeah. Rise of Lyric. Is that based on the Netflix show? Uh, the show's based on the game. Oh. Uh, and it's considered one of the worst Sonic games of all time. Okay. Across the board, everyone's like, this sucks. This is the worst game. This makes me want to eat tax. Oh, wow. Not me, but just people. Yeah, other people. So after finishing it, mm-hmm. I can say people just don't have fun anymore. Really? People just don't have fun anymore. No way. Now, the game is not perfect in, yeah. any, in, in any way. Of course. It's definitely flawed. It definitely has its issues. But it is not not even close to the worst Sonic game. Really? Yeah. I, you would know. I would know. Yeah. After playing too many, some would say, too many Sonic games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I had a good time throughout. Um, it very, it's very much akin to like PS2 platformers. Sure. Um, similar to like Jack and Daxter. 
Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, but not nearly, again, not as refined. Sure. But if that's like, yeah, there, there was a lot of platforming and puzzles that felt very much like that, um, which is, you know, again, a crazy comparison. But yeah, the game itself is like, the, the worst part about it is you can tell it had a ton of ideas and they were limited because of the console they were on. Because oh. originally the plan was for it to be on, I believe, Xbox 360 and PS3. Oh. Um, but it's a Wii U exclusive. Oh. Because Sega made a deal with Nintendo to release a bunch of their games on their platform. I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Um, so yeah, it being on the Wii U, I think it was either Xbox 360 or Xbox One, that era. But either way, it was supposed to be on other consoles that were much more powerful. Oh. Um, and you can tell, because the game, uh, again, if it had like a little more time, and if it was on any other console, it would have been much better than what really? it is. Yep. So, I mean, you've played games that are like unplayable bad. Yes. That any normal person would give up. Right. So... I mean, do you think just any Sonic fan should play this game? Yeah, because I think the writing's clever. It's funny. Yep. Um, similar to the show. Okay. Where it's it's pretty good with its humor. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's the worst because everyone gives it such a bad rap just because it's fun to dogpile on stuff. Mm. I don't think it's fun, but yeah. a lot of people like to do that. Um, like, if something's bad, they're like, oh, I'm not even going to try it. It's so bad. I don't, I don't like that either. I don't really get it. Yeah, because it's, it's... you. That, and that's a big reason why I'm doing Sonic Sunday is I want to see why these games are bad and yeah. why people think they're terrible. Or if they even are. If they even are, yeah. which I've been proven multiple times. They're no game. They're not that bad. They're not as bad as people say it is, <laughs> uh, which is, you know, a good lesson in life. Like I totally agree. Don't avoid anything just because other people say it's bad right. or good. I mean, sometimes they're right. Uh, don't get me wrong. I've I've seen things that are bad that don't I'm like. Don't watch Blair Witch 2. Right. There you go. Listen to Brett. That movie sucks. But also don't listen to Brett. Go watch it. Maybe go you love it. Go watch it for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Life's about taking chances. Right. Uh, and Sonic Boom. And and I I mean, I just pretty much followed the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's side content you can do. It's pretty expansive world. Mm. Um, not like crazy big or anything, but for Sonic yeah. standards, um, a solid size. That's cool. Um, yeah, I was just, uh, I was I was impressed. That's good. I mean, that's best case scenario, right? right? A game that everyone says is trash and you actually have fun playing it, mm-hmm. especially because you're committed to playing through it regardless. Right. So, yeah. It better be good if I'm if I'm stuck <laughs> playing it. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just, uh, it, it's a shame that people uh, ragged on it so much. Yeah, that um, is a shame. But lesson learned. Right. If, if a game uh, or a movie or anything people say is bad, if you really want to try it, Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Because uh, you might love it. And look, you got the benefit of enjoying something I that did. other people maybe don't. Yeah. Because of their attitudes. Yeah. I'm probably one of 12 people in the world who's finished the game. That's great. I, I mean, there's no way to prove that statistic, but... No. Nobody's trying to prove it, though. Yeah. So literally pick a number. Right. And we'll roll with I'm it. I'm the only person in the world to beat it. That's it. That's it. Wow. You okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. I started a game on a whim the other day. Uh-huh. It's been sitting on my console for, I mean, literally probably years at this point. Wow. Um, and I realized what I keep doing to myself is like, if a game's on Game Pass mm-hmm. and it's been sitting on my console for a while, I should play it ASAP because one week it's just going to be like leaving soon. But that's how you complete your best games. Uh, yeah, I guess is that's when true. you're against the clock. <laughs> yeah. So this one, I it's I'm, I have no indication that it's leaving soon, but. I've been wanting to play it. Um, I, I wanted to stream it. I'm probably halfway through now, but I think I, I think I will be streaming it because I love it so much. Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Yes. Dude, 
crazy. This game is so wild, mm-hmm. and I have not loved a game this much for a long time. Did you play with headphones? No, but I need to. They recommend it because I, uh, I didn't at first either. Yeah. And then I think about halfway through, I plugged it in, and I was like, Ooh! Yeah. oh. Yeah. Because you can hear it all around all you. All the voices. Yep. Dude, it, so this game is so interesting because um, anyone who who's unfamiliar, it's... I, uh, how would you describe the, like, culture? Is it, like... Like Nordic, it's like Nordic. That's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, because they they reference like Norse gods and stuff. If I recall, okay, I couldn't remember which gods we're talking about, but yeah, yeah it's like it's Hela and it's um, wow, seriously, every other god's name just left my brain. <laughs> yeah, like what Thor is? I was just Thor's playing Norse. Yes. Oh yeah, they mentioned Loki. They yeah. mentioned uh, Odin. Yeah, um, all of the different is uh, Balder mentioned. Not yet. Maybe because I was just playing Baldur's Gate. That's what's in my head. But (laughs) not that it matters. I just there's there's like some big person she refers to a lot. Um, trying to remember because there are they do mention like Valheim and (laughs) Jotunheim and like all the places that are in the Thor. Yeah, yeah, it's all the same stuff. So, um, but what's so cool about this game is, first of all, it just like starts and you're you are just. Senua, and you're walking around, and you're hearing all these different voices, and there's narration, and it's just, you have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And there's a lot of walking and and storytelling, and then all of a sudden, you'll be in this super intense, dude, the first time you fight, okay, let me slow down. So, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, first yes. of all. The game looks amazing, mm-hmm. and I'm playing on an old console. Um, but she looks incredible. Yep. I love her. Her design is just so sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're getting some backstory that's going to lead up to some. I assume I'm going to keep getting more and more of the story to find out how we got where we are. Um, but it's so beautiful. And one thing that I find really interesting about the game is it tells you how to do nothing. Right. It doesn't tell you anything at all. So the first time you get in a fight, you're like, "Oh, there's fights!" Like you don't. <laughs> you don't even know. Yeah. And uh, you just have to figure out the buttons. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of awesome. It's pretty cool. And the fights are like, dude, the the enemies mm-hmm. are some of my favorite enemies I've fought in a game in so long. So the developers, Ninja Theory, which yeah. they did DMC. Uh-huh. They did, um, oh, what's the name of that game? It's on PS3. Hev- uh, Heavenly Sword. Okay. Um, they also did. I never played Heavenly Sword. I know I've played another Ninja Theory game, though. Yeah. What else did they do? Enslaved, Odyssey to the West. Mm, I didn't um, play that. What else did they do? They they've done a lot, but um, yeah, if you played any of those, you're you'll you'll be right at home because okay. uh, they they are known well for their fighting systems. Usually, oh um, okay, they have some really cool. Just like they usually always have cool combat, uh, but really visually impressive games. Bleeding Edge, Heavenly Sword. Nope. No. Uh, I haven't played Bleeding Edge. Oh, oh. I was like, it says they did that. <laughs> what do you mean, no? Uh, oh, maybe I haven't played... You must have played DMC, though, right? Oh, I did play DMC, yeah, yeah which is great. Yep. Um, you might be thinking of um, Team Ninja? Maybe. Who did Ninja Blade? No, they didn't do that, but... They didn't? <laughs> no. Did I play Ninja Blade? Yeah, that was the freaking... Where all the gamer... Uh, the achievements are all sewers. That's the achievement picture. Oh, yeah, And it's yeah. a million button sequences. Yes. You borrowed it from Daniel. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. That game was pretty fun, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's... The, the fighting system's so cool, and mm. it's intense, and it's heavy. It's like heavy fights. It's mm. slow, and every blow, like, you feel, and everyone you land feels so satisfying because it's not the easiest um by any means it has a similar feel to uh for honor 
Um, okay, yeah. Some of those fights, but not quite as punishing, I feel like. What'd you find? Uh, the screen flashed, and I think a bug just went out by it. I don't know what happened. I think I did see a bug. Okay. Um, it's been a while since we've had a visitor on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's true. So um, the uh, the other like key thing that would be silly not to mention is there's a disclaimer at the beginning of the game that the game has a lot to do with psychosis. Mm-hmm. And not only do they have a historical advisor in the development of the game, but they also have a mental health advisor. So I thought that was so cool that mm-hmm. like this game deals with so many themes in such a, I don't know, just such a unique way. Like it doesn't have to be in the time period that it's in and it doesn't have to deal with the subject matter that it does, but for it to be like a focus on, I don't know. I feel like you see a lot of things, a lot of stories that involve a character who's like going through some kind of like psychosis or, Oh, I'm hearing all these voices or whatever. But this is like through the entirety of the game, at least thus far. Um, and, not only is that part really fascinating, like the story, but the character designs are unbelievable. The yeah. two bosses I fought so far are like, I, I they just make me excited to see the rest of them. It's kind of mm. like God of War. Like yep. you fight one boss and you're like, I cannot wait to see what the next one looks right. like. What, just, are they, what do they look like? What do they fight like? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So cool. So um, that is on Game Pass. If you have, I'm is that game on PC or? Yep. It's on PC. It's on PS4. The oh, cool. sequel coming out is Xbox exclusive. Oh, it is. Yep. Uh, Xbox and I think PC exclusive. Okay. But, Man. Um, um, yeah, because they bought um, Team Ninja. Microsoft. Oh, did. interesting. That was probably a good snag. Probably. Um, and that, yeah, I remember seeing that trailer at the Game Awards last year, and it looks incredible. And mm-hmm. there are, um, I've gotten a one cutscene where there's, you know, I'm all about like ridiculous scale villains and to see something that, or characters and to see something that just towers over you and is bigger than you think you could imagine is mm-hmm. like always the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Um, so, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice is incredible. It's so good. Yeah. I'm glad you're playing it. And it's short, if I recall. Only it co- feels it. like Only I've, a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, how long to beat clocks it at like seven and a half. Okay. Um, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, I remember really it being beautiful. quick. So. Play it in the dark with headphones on if yeah. you can. Headphones, I highly recommend. That's the move for sure. Uh, we had someone in chat here. Jesse said, thoughts on Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Old school horror game. You ever play it? I never played it. It's on no. GameCube. Uh, oh, I can picture the cover. I've never played it. Yeah, though. it's for you who likes horror games. Yeah, you would love it. Really? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, Eternal Darkness is uh, just like this really, uh, I'd call it psychedelic, but it's like you travel through time and do a bunch of different stories trying to uh, connect the pieces of the modern day. Uh, it's it's a lot inspired by. Um, Lovecraftian stuff. Okay. Um, so the creatures are creepy. The sanity meter is cool. It's a very, very oh, advanced cool. for its time. There's a um, new, um, I think, Amnesia coming to Game Pass soon. Mm-hmm. And that that's another one. I have that collection that I yeah. still haven't played. I tried. I played the first Amnesia, and I just couldn't get into We're it. I'm feeling it. Um, but I heard they're really good, so yeah. that's what I'd like to do. So it's a you thing? It's a me thing. Yeah. And I accept that. I, I accept, accept that. Uh, yeah. So I think that's all I had in game. The only thing I have left. Yep. Is a category we don't get to visit a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Books and comics. Books and comics. Ooh! Have you read anything good lately? So, the cheap thing here is I can't really... No, I'm not going to start it like that. Great. There's nothing cheap here. Dude, cheap? I want my money back. We're high rolling. We're high. Ooh, shake a shake a roll. I found out about something very cool the other day. Okay. And uh, it was through an Instagram ad. Mm-hmm. They, uh, oh, I they, don't trust those. They nailed their target audience. No, it was um, it was from uh, a 
uh, it was just a, a comic book, like, uh, what's the word? Outlet, like a news outlet kind of thing, right? Fine. So they weren't really selling anything. Sure. But the post showed up in my feed. Maybe it was a recommended post, actually. That's Is that different than... There are... Usually recommended posts are... Are they paid ads? I think so. Dude, you know what's so annoying now? What? I don't know if you've experienced this, but now paid ads show up anywhere. So if I go to your page, uh-huh. like Collection Revolution, and I'm scrolling through, ads will show up on your feed. Oh, that's annoying. It's super annoying. I didn't notice that. Yeah. That only shows up when you're scrolling up through it, right? Like if you click yes. on my page, it won't have random no, Yeah, it won't show there. up on your grid. But if I'm scrolling through your post, yeah. it'll randomly be like the new Evil Dead, and it'll be a full post on your feed wow it drives me crazy because i'm like i'm so confused i was like scrolling through a friend's thing the other day who i know through like music stuff and it was like the new evil dead and i was like what do they have to do with the evil dead (laughs) literally nothing yeah so the only time an ad would be good if it's like sonic music did it. I did you it. You did it. Did you put the one in last week? I didn't add music, but I did add you at the end okay, saying, good Sonic enough. music. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. It's pretty great. It's fine. I, I always pay for my sins. It made for, <laughs> it made for a really good post credits. Nice. Um, so this was, this was super exciting to me um, mm-hmm. because it's R.L. Stein. Yep. He's put out a new comic series recently. I actually don't know the release of the first one. Is it Goose Bumpin' the comic book? It's not. It's uh. called Stuff of Nightmares. Oh. And it's a new comic series. And I. it was so cool because I read about it. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, Manchester the next day, which is where uh, the comic shop I like to go to, Double Midnight, is. Mm-hmm. Um, they recently relocated. They have a bigger place now. It's oh, awesome. they're not in the same spot? No. Oh. Uh, they're not far from it, but it's pretty tight. So I was going there because I had some Turtles comics to pick up. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if that book's here. They had one copy of the trade of the first. It's issues one through four. It's the yep. first story arc. And I guess he's doing multiple different stories. Um, so I grabbed it. Mm-hmm. It's for um, what's so cool about it. Arl Stein, if anyone is unfamiliar somehow, uh, popular for uh, Goosebumps. Yep. Right? Author of Goosebumps, author of Fear Street. We saw the Fear Street trilogy come out. Uh, it's been two years now, I think. Uh, yeah, I think which so. Which is kind of wild. No, the first one was 1994, Brett. 1994, which right. is when all everything we've talked about on this episode was released <laughs> was in 1994. Released. So that was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was cool seeing his name pop up again with the release of the Fear Street trilogy on Netflix, um, which if you're a horror fan, you should check those out. They're great. Mm-hmm. Um and this comic, what caught my eye about it is it's for mature readers. It's not like a kid's book. Ooh. So I snagged it because there was one copy left. And I, I, all I've read so far is the forward because I just read it the day that I got it. Right. And, um, but I, I wanted to throw this out there because I didn't know it existed except for this little yeah, post. I never heard of it. And um, he says right in the forward that growing up, his biggest in- inspirations and the things that he he looked for everywhere he could was like Tales from the Crypt comics. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those like sci-fi and horror books, you know, whatever they were, they were always called something like, you know, Tales from the Tomb and Stories from the Grave or whatever. That was his biggest influence. So yeah. this comic is his step into that realm. Um, and I flipped through. The art is great. Um, I should actually, I should shout out the artist too, um, because otherwise I'm a bad it's person. Bobby Flay. R.L. Stein with A.L. Kaplan and Roman Titov. Okay. Titov. 
Titative. I don't know how you say Titative. it. Titative. I apologize. But uh, Tim, I'll show you the cover. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I flipped through it. The art's great. It ha- it definitely has um definitely has the vibe of those old school comics yep. um with the style of art. Very, very violent and, and brutal and gruesome, um, which I know Tim loves. So uh, that is out there. R.L. Stein's Stuff of Nightmares. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I don't know if it came out in issues. I would assume it did, but I'm going to stick to the trades on this one. Yeah. I guess there's a new story coming out. I want to say it's within the next couple months, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely uh, 2023. It'll be out. So, and that too, I, maybe it's just the first issue. Um, I need to have better information and I'm sorry, but the first full arc um, is out Mm -hmm. and it looks great. And what I was going to say at the beginning is the chief thing is I haven't read it yet. Right. So, but But you're bringing attention to it. I want to bring attention to it. I want to let everybody know, put it on your radar. I'm going to read it. You know what's interesting with comics is (laughs) they come out monthly, but I feel like I'm always like 20 comics behind. Yeah. Like no matter like with, uh, Alien, I think they come out monthly, right? It's not every two weeks. Typically, yeah. Yeah. Um, like Alien, like I've been getting issues of Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I've been getting them for like two years because I think I have like 15 issues. To Isn't read. that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is when you put, so like Turtles is up to issue like I think 140 or something. It yeah. could even be higher than that. So it's like you do the math on one per month. Mm-hmm. How many years has that been coming out? I, I've got a lot. It's so many. And <laughs> right. what's crazy is I remember going to get the debut issues and it's just it's weird to think yeah. back um and they have like spin-off issues and stuff like yeah. i know alien again that's like the one i've been getting i've been getting sonic alien um and i think that's it actually i just get those monthly they just show yeah. up in the mail i'm like okay cool it's pretty tight uh, yeah it's really cool uh but yeah i uh since we're talking comics i finally finished a series that i've been meaning to get back to and i just never did um called the rise of ultraman Oh yeah. Um, I may have talked about it on the podcast before. No, you've had it in the notes for a for, minute for a long time. Yeah, I, um, maybe you talked about it when you first started reading it. Maybe but. yeah, because I read the first two issues. There's yeah, five total. Uh, it's a <coughs> it's a mini series. Um, p- uh, produced or er, er, put out by Marvel. Yeah. Um, and it essentially is just an origin story for Ultraman. Okay. Um, which is pretty cool because as far as I know. Like Ultraman stuff is uh, not super popular here in the U.S. Yeah, like we've had a couple shows on Netflix. I think uh, there's been movies and stuff, but like there was a Super Nintendo game that I played the crap out of. Super Nintendo. See, like I don't even didn't even know there was. Dude, one. you need to find it. I yeah. don't know if it's still good, mm-hmm. but it's just kaiju battles. Yeah, basically. and who doesn't like those? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it was a cool little. I think it's. Um, cause they didn't really do like a full series yeah. for Marvel. So they did this origin one. Um, and then they did a sequel series to the origin to continue that story. Interesting. But I don't think they did like an official series. Huh. Um, but these are a couple years old now. So maybe, maybe they have done one since. Yeah. I got to look into it, but, um, yeah, it was really cool. <coughs> um, the characters were introduced in a pretty, uh, uh, interesting way. Yeah. Uh, Ultraman essentially is an alien who is like dying. He crash lands on earth. Um, and he uh, has to combine with his human, who is also gravely injured, and they keep each other alive uh, and have to live. That's with cool. Yeah, he's like it's it's and the the point of Ultraman is to see if Earth is worthy of being saved or not. Oh, um, and so they have this running. Uh, running, uh, what would you call it? Like uh, infestation of kaiju that randomly appear uh, on the planet. So they have to go and stop them through their organization. I love it, that. Yeah, it was a really neat story. Um, and it it makes me want to go and watch more Ultraman stuff. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if his origin is like easily found anywhere. Right. Like if you can just find like if it's in the first movie, I don't know. Sure. Um, but it was it was a cool medium to have like the origin for this character. Do you know if it was a movie originally? 
Ultraman? Yeah. I believe so. Okay. Uh, I think. I mean, I know Japan has a ton of them, um, similar to Godzilla and stuff like that. Yeah. Long-running series, but I just don't know what we got in the U.S. Has there been an Ultraman versus Godzilla? There must have been. Right? Or they work together to kill something else. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Dude, what if Ultraman shows up in the current MonsterVerse? <sighs> Do they have Jet Jaguar? Because mm, yeah. Jet Jaguar is similar to Ultraman. Right. Where it's just like a super human thing. Right. Um, I, I don't think... It, it, if <laughs> if he was there, it would have been in War for uh, War of the Monsters? The second Godzilla. King of the Monsters. King of the Monsters. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, You're welcome. It would have been in the second one, if anything. But yeah, um, yeah I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah, but you'd recommend the comics? Yeah, they're they're pretty cheap. They have uh, again, it's five issues. Um, the the runs finished years ago. So, uh, but yeah, cool art, cool battles. And it's called what? The Rise of Ultraman. The Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, exactly. Cool. <laughs> Did I tell you about the action figure joke in Rise? No, dude. We've been watching Rise. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this one moment where I forget what they're trying to do. They're trying someone. There's something scary going on, and one of the turtles has to go first. To oh, I think it's a portal. Okay, and like Raph goes through the portal, and they're like, we don't know if he's alive or whatever. And uh, Donnie goes, Leo, since you sell the least amount of action, action figures, I think you should go first. <laughs> and it's such a funny. It's so funny because it's probably accurate. Yeah, I, you think Leo sells the least? I don't know. I, I think have, Donatello I, does. What? No yeah. way. Donnie's a crowd favorite. No one wants the nerd. What? What? What, dude? Nope. I don't know. I feel like... I guess you're probably... Well, uh, the dual swords, though. I know. I have a lot of Leo yeah. action figures. I got... Something. Do you have any turtle stuff? Over there. What? Well, can't turn that Yeah, you way. can't turn. It's not allowed. Can't turn. Um, the other thing, since we're last thing in comics and mm-hmm. books and comics, um, IDW yeah. announced a crossover between Ninja Turtles and... Street Fighter? Street Fighter? Was that what it was? I Is mean, it, that's... Yeah. There was... That's happening. Transformers? Has that happened before? <laughs> that I'm unaware okay, of. Okay, it might have been Transformers. I couldn't remember. What? Uh, yeah, which at this point... They've done a crossover with everything except Sonic. <laughs> Dude, if that happens. It has to at this point. Let me look it up. I saw it. it I didn't mean to talk about it, so I didn't prepare, but TMNT, IDW. Yep, do it. <laughs> so at this point, Turtles have crossed over. Let's see. Uh, oh, Stranger Things. That's what it was. What? Ninja Turtles and Stranger Things. So, okay. What's super weird is there's been a Turtles Stranger Things toy run. When is that happening? I don't know. Look at the the cover art's pretty dope though. Dude, shut up. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to read that too. You guys can't see it. <laughs> but yeah, at this point, I just don't understand why the Ninja Turtles are crossing over with so many things. Well, cuz they can. Cuz they can. Now, IDW's done other crossovers. There was like like there's been a I want to say Godzilla and Transformers. Yep. GI Joe and Transformers. I think was one of the big crossovers yeah. and Power Rangers and Godzilla. Didn't that happen? That may have, but Power... that's all under IDW, right? Yeah. They're freaking crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and then boom is another one that's done a lot of crossover stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man, the turtles are so like, you can kind of cross them over with anything. I guess so. Cause they're so, it's like, I don't know, action and sci-fi. Yeah. You can do anything. Like I think a lot of people, I won't say forget, but I, I don't know if a lot of people realize how sci-fi that Turtles world is. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, that's, especially in the original books, like, it's it's basically, like, 
a ninja revenge story for a couple issues, and then there's alien triceratops. <laughs> yeah, it and happens like real quick. It happens so fast. <laughs> so, but I don't know, man. That's pretty wild. I was talking to um, a dude at the comic shop actually about how good the Turtles and Batman crossover was. Yep, and the Turtles and Power Rangers one, and I said like. I kind of caught myself. I was like, it was surprisingly good. And he was like, I'm not even surprised anymore. And I realized, like, I have this thing in my head. Like, there were a bunch of crossovers in the 90s. Spider-Man, Batman, Spawn, Batman. Yep. Lots of Batman stuff. Um, Marvel versus DC. Yep, Marvel versus DC. And they felt a little bit novelty. Like, the stories weren't anything incredible. And I think there's something in my brain that's like, when they do these crossovers, I'm expecting it to be a little bit of a cash grab. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know necessarily what that means, but that the story might not be anything amazing, Mm -hmm. but they're so good in these recent books. And I think there's only one bat, uh, the Batman crossover happened three times. Oh yeah. Three different, uh, full story arcs. Um, and the power Rangers one dude banger. I got to read. So, so good. Yeah. And I don't know if the second one. one came out, but. Um, yeah, Turtles and Street Fighter crossover comes out, I think, within the next couple months. Freaking crazy. I know. It's real cool. Yeah, it is real cool. Dude, Turtles came back so hard. They, they're still coming back hard. Got a new movie coming out. I gotta figure out. I got a tattoo appointment in December. I gotta figure out what to fill that little spot with. Uh, chicken nugget. But in the shape of a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> with a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a yellow mask. Oh. No, wait. I think Jenica's yellow. Yeah. What what's uh what's her name? Venus? She's just light blue. That's it? Yeah. Lame. Like we already had a blue one. Yeah. They run out of colors. <laughs> I think there's a lot of colors <laughs> out there. So many colors. Uh I'm done, dude. Okay. You done? Well, I guess that's it. Heck yeah. Last podcast forever. Forever, dude. Forever. Till next week. Right. Uh you guys are the coolest. Thank you for hanging out with us. This has been episode number two hundred and forty three. Of the Keep Up Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at the Keep Up Podcast. Um, go check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the keep up. Mm-hmm. Uh, chat, throw in a couple words that I can throw at Tim for end babble. Random words, um, whatever you want us to say. Whatever's on your brain. Yes. Uh, Tim, tell everyone where they can find your other work. You guys can find me uh, at Collection Revolution mm-hmm. on Instagram, on TikTok, on uh, uh, Twitch. That's mm-hmm. where we are right now. Yep. Uh, on YouTube. And you can find me on Twitter at Collect Revo. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, my name is false. It's <laughs> it a lie. It's a lie, dude. Um, and Brett, where can everyone find you? Oh my gosh. Listen, guys, I stay busy doing stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have uh, I have some new music coming out. Uh, I rap under the name Animatronic. If you're unfamiliar, um, that, that'll be out probably within, I'm hoping within a month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play for a band called Chasms. Uh, we should have some new stuff coming out. Uh, I stream spooky games at Brett in the Dark, and I have another podcast that I actually haven't recorded a new episode in a minute. Do it. That one's not on any schedule. I can do whatever I want. You're right. I say all that to let you know you can find it all at This Drink I Like It on Instagram. I have them all linked there. That's my personal one. You can find me. Um, So, yeah, go hang out there with me if you'd like. And um, what else? I don't know. Is that it? I think that's it. That's all the stuff. Tim's going to do what's called End Babble. Right. Um, If you haven't left us a review on iTunes, too, feel free to do that or Apple Podcasts or however it works. Mm -hmm. Um, That'd be great. I was reading one today and someone gave us a solid 7.5 out of 7.5. Hey. It's not a rating system on there, but that's Uh, what they said we are. I'll take it. So, I mean, that's 100% awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tim. Yes. Your theme for and babble is Wobble Dobble Corn. Wobble Dobble Corn. Hey, man, 
that's what chat shows. I don't make the decisions around here. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next week. Bye. The wobbly dobbly is an ancient creature lost by time, lost by history, lost by the events of time. It is a creature tall. It is a creature long. It is a creature that loves corn. And so if you find yourself with corn in your pocket, the wobble double will come and steal it. So don't put buttery corn in your pocket. Keep it keep it somewhere safe. Keep it classy. Keep it on your table. And the wobble double won't visit you in your dreams. But if you want him to, leave a piece of corn on your window and close it halfway so the wobble double may steal the piece and leave you a treat. A wobble double opolis. A delicious snack. And so I'll leave you with this. Fake or real, animals should be protected. Wobble dobble or your neighborhood cat that runs around but doesn't have a home. Whatever it is, protect it. Animals are endangered, and you soon will be too if you don't help them. Thank you. Testing one, two, testicles. Also testing here. Hello. Ah, uh, yes, the great testicles. Ah, the hero who could Check. save all the balls. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That sounds pretty good. Ah, I we bar- should sound good. I barely have to apply any adjustable. Oh, because we know how to talk properly. Yeah, we proper talk. I am educatable. Two forty three. Two forty three.